How you doing? This is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. My name is Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm TJ Miller. And right now you're listening to Sandra Carusi. The one and only Sandra Carusi. Carusin on down the listing highway. Welcome to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. Happy holidays! Ugh, no. Dean, Christmas you're already? so crusty as hell. Uh, it's only the middle of December or something like that. It is December I can't now. even fake this. Like This is like every date. I think it's December 4th today. It is. Yeah. When we are airing. I don't like We're to- taping in July, but it's December 4th. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say the name of that holiday until December 23rd. I ignore it exists until then. What, like, point to the doll where the bad person touched you right now. What happened at uh, Christmas? Did some? Did Santa not give you your no, little just a lot of Stretch Armstrong? Uh, you know what? I did want a Super Nintendo one year, and I got an Xbox. I'm still or, uh, you know or what? A Sega I'm the mother of two boys. I'm still mad about that. And I don't want to hear it because my son's already been on another console of the week. There's well, one like every week because I hate them all. I hate all the console makers. F you on behalf of every mother everywhere. Yeah. Okay, so Merry Christmas. Except if they sponsor the show, in which case, hey, thanks Xbox. Here's my Xbox. Everyone's getting Hakeem Optical for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, Hakeem Optical, thank you. And thanks against the Green Urban Tavern for feeding our guests today. We're going to hear from... Oh my God, this is so exciting. I, I'm such a groupie, it's sick. Okay. <laughs> the creator or the showrunner of the Beaver 10, Luke Gordon Field. Hello. As I scream my head off. You're a lawyer too? I, I used to be. I don't... That's I'm a little anymore. weird. I the know. Beaver 10 is a very, very big satire news site. Very popular. And someone else you could see on there is Laura Selovitz. Yeah. And I still said it wrong. You kind of know really, that. You know what? I like the way you said it, though. I think I'm just going to say it <laughs> like go that. go from that. Yeah. yeah. It's well, a hard one. Just say whatever you want. Make up a last name. I don't care. The wildly popular, the Beaverton. I, we're going to get into that uh, in a few minutes. But Laura is one of the pundits and main <laughs> cast. Did <laughs> yeah. I say that? That sounds dirty. Yeah, Pundit. that's we're going to have to edit like that a, yeah, I, I do that all the time. Yeah. Like whenever I use that word, I, I make Can, it a time. You're not sorry. Well, you know what's yeah, funny? Okay. okay. Well, yeah. here's the funny thing about that. The other episode we recorded today. Well, I'll just keep saying it. Why not? It no, was said like a bunch of times. Oh. And Tom, our, our producer, has to go upstairs and, and basically ask our program director, <laughs> can I say this word? And so we're saying it on this episode, too. It's great. And also on the cast today on our panel is Eileen Ross. Hello. A bonafide yeah. radio gal and uh, has her podcast, Josh and the Lady. And you are... Sometimes I'm the lady. Sometimes he's the lady. <laughs> uh, Eileen's been on all kinds of terrestrial radio stations from... Uh, we're not going to say their names because they're competitors. But also on uh, <laughs> Humble and Fred um, yeah. on their satellite show. Bunch so. of stuff. And you're my lady... Uh, secret lady crush. Oh, really? Yeah. You're mine. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, that's what that meant. <laughs> anyway, good to have you all. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Thanks for Let's having us. talk about the satirical Beaverton news Yay. show. Yes. It's so wildly popular now. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it's like blowing up all over the globe. People are just <laughs> can't stop talking about well, it. Well, when did it start? Let's talk about that, first of all. And how did it start, Luke? Uh, it started late 2010, early 2011 um, with just a Oh, bunch... so it's an overnight success, basically. Yeah, exactly. Five years mm-hmm. to be an overnight success, that old uh, chestnut. Uh, yeah, it's it started with just a bunch of comedy writers, board office workers, friends who wanted to do a Canadian version of The Onion. Yes. And we're really surprised to find there wasn't already one. Looking right. back, that was an odd thing. Um, and so it started with uh, primarily a gentleman named Laurent Noonan, who designed the first website, built the whole thing, recruited all the writers. And uh, we just started writing. And we had zero fans, no money, no backing whatsoever. We were just 
putting stuff out there for wow. essentially our own friends. And then mm-hmm. it expanded very slowly at first and then kind of took off around 2013. We started to get some real traction and then here we are three years later and we're doing pretty well. So we're pretty happy. Very well. How do you uh, define well? What What is making it successful now besides the fact that I love it? Uh, well, that's a big part of it. Uh, people liking it is the main <laughs> yeah. thing. Um, I think, you know, our hits are, are doing pretty good, which is nice. We're a website uh, at the start. So the fact that we went from literally writing for no one to getting a million people on the website is pretty cool. Oh, my goodness. Um, in, 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 you know, in a decent month, a million people. So the beaverton.com so, is where you want to go and check this out. That is. Yeah. And then obviously the big thing as well is um, we've uh, we've got our own TV show. We got all fancy. What? I on know. Comedy Central? Uh, well, just on Comedy Network. We don't, okay. We're not in the States yet. Give us time. I know. With our People very get them Canadian confused. Jokes. I just oh. want to be the average listener who has <laughs> Although I went to JFL and I went to their party and drank their booze, but I, I just like not to. But no, but in Canada, you're right. It's um... Yeah, it's uh, we are on the Canadian equivalent of Comedy Central, which yeah. might as well be called Comedy Central because they yeah. mostly air Comedy Central programming. <laughs> and us, though. So but, that's new. That's very. And uh, one of the pundits here. Uh, Miss Laura Silovitz, what a babe you are. And very, very yeah, funny. I'm I don't want to make it just, like Eileen gets that all the time, Eileen Ross. Right? Yeah. I don't want to make it around about your looks, ladies. It's about uh, Hey, you I'll take a compliment. You know what? I'm so known for my looks that to go anywhere other way would just be <laughs> tedious and yeah. pointless. You get, there's a reason why the radio people are on this side. I know. That's why I made that joke <laughs> with Eileen. I do Look, that. I paid a lot for this face. I, I would like to hear some compliments oh, God, on love it. You, Laura. God, love and you, Laura. See, and I have two kids under three. I didn't shower today. <laughs> it's a big I day. don't, Screw and it. I also here. didn't. Yeah. Eileen is a mom of boys like I, so we yes. share a lot of the misery that we have. But uh, <laughs> I see look. what's coming up when I talk to you. Yeah, yeah. you know, you could be all this disastrous. Oh, God help me. Uh, Laura, you're a pastry hey. washout? Yeah. Talk to me. I mean, th- that's a fake. Uh, that's the it's character. Fake. Yeah. It's yes. a character. Yes. I know nothing. I, most of the words I say on the show, I have to ask Luke, what does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, which I am very embarrassed by, but um, it happens. I'm always like, I don't even know what I'm saying. Sometimes, especially in the live studio I don't know what I'm saying and then the audience laughs and I'm like well there you go <laughs> it was funny. Well, you said it with such conviction. Yeah. That's the main thing. I mean, so yeah, that's a fake character. I've never worked in financials or anything like yes. that, but I play their financial analyst or financial expert. Yeah. Um, and one episode, I'm a holiday expert. I, I think I wear some around. certain hats and that's whatnot. Funny. But the main yeah. part is you're a hilarious comedian. So we were like, what do we need to do to get her in the show? All right, yeah. Bay Street Washout. That'll work. There you go. I love it. And though. I love it. I love it. I actually really love Kevin O'Leary. I'm a big, big fan. I want to marry him one day and uh, that's awesome when he runs for <laughs> office you could be a great first lady oh my god I, would, what a, I would be a good one what um, is ours called even what, what? Call um, first we, first they minister, don't have a title first no? lady of minister no. minister eileen you administration know know. lady Mini- administration yeah. secretary uh yes rolling stones groupie yeah. um, of the girl year. guide mom <laughs> girl guide mom luke how okay yes. first of all let's talk about satire because people confuse like with the onion stories mm. all the time with reality, this must happen to you guys. Which story uh, has people confused? Ooh, that's L- a good question. Yes, what it, people have confused for reality, and let's def- let's start with defining satire quickly, mm. and then go to that story. Yeah, I mean, I think satire has a lot of different definitions depending on you ask. The main thing for me with satirical news, especially, is you are using a fake story to point out the absurdity or the comedy or right. whatever you want about the real world. Uh, what a lot of 
especially in the last election happened, is what I would call not satire, but fake news, which is they're not using uh, a falsehood to point out anything real. They're just using a falsehood to trick people, to confuse Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. So that's where we've kind of gone off the rails with uh, websites that have started doing that. But what The Onion does, what we do is you use an absurdity or a falsehood to point out uh, the real world. Yes, and it's brilliant. And SNL updates, do they kind of do that? If people would know. I think SNL is is it's it's certainly a, a broader voice, but it's very fun. But what they often do also is they comment on what's really happening with a joke or a twist. Same way The Daily Show does that. Same mm-hmm. way uh, right. John Oliver, Samantha B do that. Yes. Uh, and then what The Onion and we do is a little bit more rather than say here's the real news and here's our joke on it is we make up the news yeah. and in doing so reveal our joke at the same time. I love it. So it's less of a one-two and more of just a one-punch. Well, we're going to hear more uh, about a, a fake story that people thought were real from uh, Luke Gordon-Field from the Beaverton as well as um, Laura uh, Silovitz. Yeah. There you go. There it it. Andy Sipowitz is here. Yeah. And our friend Eileen <laughs> Ross. More after the break on Inside <laughs> Talk Radio AM 640. <laughs> Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi. <laughs> we got the showrunner, Luke Gordonfield of the Beaverton, thebeaverton.com, the satire news site, along one of the pundits, Laura Silovitz, and our good friend Eileen Ross, radio gal extraordinaire. Hey, hey. And so, Luke, tell us, because there's people who confuse, and I've done it. I'm going to tell you right now. I've read stuff just kind of in a news feed somewhere and go, oh, my God. And then people start (laughs) sharing it because we're all dumb in some moment. And then it's really satire news story. So what which one caught on, Luke? Uh, The one that went the craziest uh, and kind of went viral globally was when uh, the movie Gravity came out. And a lot of scientists were uh, commenting on how the movie Gravity was bad science. Uh, we had a headline of Chris Hadfield ejected from movie theater for heckling the movie Gravity. Uh, just because Chris Hadfield is a lovely man and we never yeah. thought he would do that. Uh, and we thought it was patently ridiculous and like, oh, a few people like this, ha ha ha. And then all of a sudden it was just trending everywhere. Like it was, oh my there God. were thousands of people reading it in China, in Germany. Der Spiegel wrote about it, which was very big I for me. Oh uh, people were losing their mind. And uh, and we got and the best part about that was then the next day we got a request for an interview about the story from a the Toronto branch of a of a of a Hong Kong newspaper <laughs> and so she sat down with us and this was someone who would clearly uh, didn't know it was satire did not know satire oh dear and me. all of her questions were essentially a different way of asking why are you not in jail because you're spreading oh lies God. and falsehoods and propaganda wow. <laughs> oh my God. and why are you not in jail and she asked that question in like thirty different ways and we just kept going like. Because it's comedy. Why would we be in jail? <laughs> yes. And then they ran, they ran the, the article, and it's one of the best photographs I've ever seen. It's just like this crazy, uh, all these graphics and like stars shooting everywhere. And then the article, which is you know poorly translated through Google Translate, essentially was like these criminals are getting away with murder. <laughs> and we, oh and it was it was it's one of the best things I've ever read about myself. I couldn't have been happier. That's to such see a feather in your cap. I oh. did not know that story. Right. That is hilarious. Laura, so that's a hilarious. Laura's headline. a pundit on the show, and that that's a great. That's a great story. Right? I mean, yeah. Chris had. I mean, it's clearly a joke, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, but then if you don't know, well, here's the thing: culturally, uh, and Eileen, I'll throw to you because you're yeah. on this stuff. Culturally, satire does not translate. No, 
No, people people don't want to uh, believe certain things, or they or they or, or they really want to believe it too much, or they run with it, and it, the joke is lost. It's, right? It's like you're not getting it. Yes, you're not actually supposed to be taking this seriously. Like, relax. Yes, I know, and they, you know, that even Dean Young here, even with stand up comedy, that yeah. happens. Like, people, I'll get off stage after a story I've done. Like, it's a bit. I'm just got a big imagination, and people are like. Oh my God, that that really happened. You never, you know, and no, it's a joke. And yeah. it's the opposite too. Like if you're doing material about a true thing that happened, like I do this bit sometimes where I got attacked by breast milk one time and people <laughs> always come up to me afterwards. They're like, that didn't really happen. I'm like, yes, yeah. Yes. I wouldn't write that. That just is a but thing that happened satire, to my face. But that's satire, right? Satire is yeah. like so close. It's like, it, it could, it's so dry, yeah. you know, that you're confused. Like my favorite joke, which most people hate, is you know saying something and then people not knowing if you're joking mm-hmm. yes you know? yeah and that i think satire if you're you know especially the beaverton especially because we do a lot it's canadian specifically yes. you're not from canada and you don't know about rachel notley you're not going to understand that piece you're going to think oh my god this is a crazy piece and they're, yes. they're, they hate this woman yeah yeah or this so woman like, is, no, a, is a monster this woman. <laughs> we love her and, okay yeah <laughs> so let's talk about some people who don't know the meaning of satire i.e nicole arbor so when she did her fat, <laughs> well, I had to go We're getting there. into it. Well, when she did her fat shaming video that got her on The View, look, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She said, come on, people. I can't do an imitation of a But dummy, she did not but- have a good time on The View. No. No, they ripped her. Yeah. But she- I think she would argue that she had a good time. Oh, of course. Time. Yeah, yeah. She did yeah. argue it. Actually. She would argue whatever she wanted to argue. She yeah. did argue. She'd argue that this is great publicity right now because we're talking about and it. And I always refrain from talking about I it. Know. And listen, I still want to have her on the show. Just like I wanted to date the bad guy in school because <laughs> sure. he was a bad boy. I want to have her on because right. I want to understand, is she really doing it for the followers or is she doing it? Because she believes what she says, which is irrelevant. I think there's, I it's a character that works for her, and it's a character that's gotten her the most attention. That is, yeah. is that's what I would argue. Yeah. Okay, that she all right, would say. She, that's fair. So which she's very cravenly in saying that's all she wants. Yeah, all oh, she yeah. wants is attention, and she has those numbers, and she'll. That's I think that's what she would probably say. About and that's it. why I want like, the show. I want her followers. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take anything at this point. Just like it's like dating. No, but, but she, yeah. Speaking of yeah, so fat shaming. So she said that fat shaming. That's yeah. satire, people. Of right? what though? Was that satire? But of what? Satire, satire is has always to be based on based something, on something yeah. right? Right. So what's it satire of? There's nothing in. I, okay. I, I, I think, that, I think what she would say is, and I'm going to be playing devil's advocate, I think what she would say is the satire is that she's satirizing the people who make those get off your butt and lose weight videos. And she's just taking it to a crazy degree. Okay. And that's, that's okay, the comedy now- that she would say. Yeah. I would disagree hmm. because if she was going to do that, then the target should have been her because she was playing those people. And it should have been Good revealing point. her own flaws and how if the joke had been – I'm going to tell you how to lose weight, but secretly I don't exercise and I eat badly myself and this is all an illusion. Yeah. That would have been satire. But her, all she's doing is taking what those people really do, making it horrible. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and making Calling people feel terrible else. about themselves. Yeah. And, and you're, and you're they, missing yeah. that third part of it. Yeah. Where it's like you're turning it against yourself and having something to satirize. And and now say, you're just punching yeah. down too. Well, yes. they say write what you know, right? They're, yeah. n- she is a naturally beautiful woman. <laughs> yes. Naturally thin. Naturally. No clue. There's, no makeup at all. <laughs> yeah. But no, but really she was born in, she is a model's body. Literally yes. she is five she foot is a good something. Looking girl, she for is sure. legs sure. for days. Yeah. You know, when someone's talking to someone saying, 
what's the big deal? Just lose weight. But you, that yeah. if that's okay, if you used to be, you know, 300 pounds and you lost right. weight and you did the work, but for someone who's naturally never had to worry about that, yeah. calling out that, other people for it is like, that's that, that's like saying like, you know, I've got two arms and calling out people with that don't have arms yeah. and saying, just got arms, what's wrong with you? Well, <laughs> clap right. your hands, damn Satire. Clap, yeah. that's Satire. Why, yeah. Yeah, and that's why I say to Nicole Arbor, come on, be intelligent. You could do it. Yeah. It, won't, it won't hurt at all. <laughs> Try it. It works for those of us who can. Yeah. I'm Santa Carusi on Inside Jokes with our grass. Our Look grass, at all these radio grass, people looking at the food. My breasts, Your breasts know, are amazing. We, we have free, thank you. Yeah. I mean, free food from Against the Green Urban Tavern. We have uh, Luke Gordon Field, the mind behind the Beaverton satire site, along with uh, the pundit Laura Silovitz and sketch artist. And our friend Eileen Ross, along with Dean Young. More after the break. Inside Jokes Talk Radio, AM 640. This is Kay Trevor Wilson. You're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi. Akeem Optical makes fine, fine eyewear. Okay, so we're back on Inside Jokes. Everything to do with comedy. Some great guests here. We've got going the folks from the Beaverton satire site and our friend Eileen Ross and, of course, Dean Young. And we're uh, one thing we feel strongly about on this show that we talked about, this great letter that comedian Sandra Battellini wrote. Yes. Um, yes, great woman. Great woman. We love the Sandra. Love and her. she um, asked the Trudeau, uh, open letter saying, hey, how about reciprocity? Yeah. Uh, when comedians go to the States um, not to have a hard time when they want to work there, unlike American yeah. comedians who come here who get mm-hmm. to just walk in and work away. And another thing is uh, the lack of funding for comedians because um, in the liberal um, campaign for office, one of their promises is all this money for arts funding, which of course they've done. They just provided $550 million to the Canada Art Council. Yep. And Sandra asked them... Um, how about comedy? How come that's not defined? And they kind of like snootily replied, uh, yes, we're still not considering comedy as art. Mm. They probably talk like that. I don't know. I have but never heard you do an impression. I want to swear so badly on the show right now and I'm isn't not it, allowed to. Isn't it, isn't it anger? <laughs> well, and so here's the thing. So they deem poetry and no. like interpretive dance. So these sure. are the things that enrich Canadian culture to the rest to of the world. That, right? yeah. Thank you. But comedians and th- so things like the Beaverton and thankfully... Something like the Beaverton came to be without that particular money. Yeah. Well, would it help to have some? Right. <laughs> all those but, all those five years writing in a, the back of a bar that would let us meet there with no right? office space would have been nice to have some funding. But when we look at how the Beaverton and other co- co- uh, Canadian comedy content contributes to our culture and what we do, how we represent it's, the rest of the world, it's how we're known. Right. You think of every major. I mean, you think of Mike Myers and and Jim Carrey and all these other yeah. Canadians. Mandel. Well, yes. Yeah, but that Keep came going. from Canada. Justin all of Bieber. them are known for I mean, for comedy. Well, we talk about Lauren Michaels. Michaels. Yes. Yeah. he's Canadian. Did you know? Yeah. But even like even the content that we're that we're paying attention to in our own country now, like things like The Beaverton and yeah. Letterkenny and Trailer Park Boys and yes. uh, yeah. Baroness Von Sketch, like the stuff that's oh, happening now. We love to quote. Like we love to talk about these we take ownership of these canadian comics who left 20 years ago and they aren't coming home they don't care they, they aren't coming back right they've made it in the states so but there's why no are money we, here but that's, that's why we need to nurture this and that's why yeah. we're losing all these people like we love to talk about how yeah how seth rogan and all these people are canadian they're not coming home and, and doing shows here anymore they we can't did slap that. our, our yeah. canadian yeah. flag on these we didn't guys, care folks. about them when they were here right 
So now it's time to do that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So for the Beaverton, for example, so what we know, we have a lot of creators come on this show. And uh, what we typically know is that you got to create the content first, then pitch it. Because back in the day, it was just pitching something on right. paper, right? And Eileen, for those of us been in radio forever. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, many... well, tell me how that would sound. Yes. Do that for me first. Right. <laughs> but now you guys, Luke, put your own money behind it and kind of packaged it up. Well, we just, uh, with the, the website, I mean, there was a little bit of an investment, but for the most part, it was just, there was no money in it on either end. I mean, running a website costs a little bit of money to keep a website up, but it was, a, our first website was a very bare bones website, did not cost a lot of money. So you got a big was, fancy, stancy one now. Now we got Holy a fancy cow, one. Man. Now we got that Bell Media money, you know, so oh, wrong, wrong company, yeah. I know. That's okay. Uh, but, uh, They're bleeping that after, they, don't worry. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, they need our help, We're bleeding them dry, though. It's okay, of course. We're bleeding <laughs> yeah. them dry for you. <laughs> Uh, I love how you bleep Bell Media and Punani. (laughs) Those are the big ones. Well, we were saying Bell Media earlier, and I was referring to private areas. Anyways. Laura. (laughs) Laura. Sorry, I'm jumping. What's your funniest story that you did uh, for the Beaverton? The funniest story that happened on air or the one where I literally shat my pants on set? Oh, yes, that one, please. (laughs) All of the above, please. No No one knows that. No, you You guys don't know that. Laura's stunningly beautiful. (laughs) And then she says shat and stuff. And it's just even hotter, like even from a hetero I would never even think that she did poop. Uh, Right, she does not. (laughs) We we hired her because we were assured she did not. And then... Yeah, Luke's very concerned. Just really now. misrepresented this. It's That's actually in my contract. I'm not allowed um, to. Eileen, I love you. See, this is why I, I need more Eileen. <laughs> so Laura doesn't chat, but apparently this time she did. What happened, Laura? Tell us. Um, it was like the second last uh, live studio shoot day. Luke does not know the story. I do story. not know the story. I think oh Emma, Emma knows the story and my boyfriend because I cried because I was very sick. I had a, some sort of flu. I remember you being sick. I was very sick. And um, yeah, I got I got to work. Like I have irritable bowel syndrome. So you know oh. what? I have a bad stomach. It's okay. I understand. You know, some of us wish we had that. You know what? Honestly, I can relate because I, every time I get a hangnail, I shat myself. Oh. It's just. I just let go. It's like, I've had enough. I'm at my limit. Well, I was really, really sick. I got to the bathroom as soon as I got to set. You know, I'm all clean. I don't have hair and makeup done yet. I'm all ready, you know, uh, to get started. And it's a long day. You know, we get there at, you know, let's say 9 a.m. And we're not filming until like, you know, 7.30 p.m. So we're there and we're rehearsing and whatever. Went to the bathroom. uh, Diarrhea. um, And it went everywhere. And when I had got (laughs) up... When I had gotten up to like wipe, I literally cried because I didn't know how I was going to do it because I was like, how is this all over me? It was all over my legs. It was all over my butt. It, we love her even more. Yeah. Like, yeah. By the minute, was I'm loving her. everywhere. And I, I wiped, I, I stuffed my pants with toilet paper, then put my pants over. Then I went to, that was in a public bathroom. Then there's a private one in like the office. So I just yep. was like, just give me a minute. I, I, I really casually walked to the private bathroom Oh my and gave gosh. my butt a wash in the sink because <laughs> I had to oh, wash myself. Oh, that is a tough day at the office. <laughs> Saving wow. this clip for save this clip forever yeah. that we're gonna now highlight real. It'll be Laura, the gorgeous, and it's even better when a gorgeous chick talks about it because yeah. me or Eileen would that work oh, for please. story never. Because no. uh, that's. I will never no. talk about Especially chatting. Especially after childbirth. Everything, yeah. please. You, Everything's you shatting yourself. Pee, nothing. Yeah. I haven't felt myself yeah. pee in five years after giving birth to my no. children. But oh. this beautiful thing went yeah. and did that. I don't even believe that uh, happened. Where was the I, behind the scenes footage that day? I okay, cried look, pretty uh, hard. I had that, a big cry about it. That's oh, probably. I'm so sorry. And then I did a shoot the next day and I. Anyways. 
See, may or may not happen again. Shoot, all right. <clears throat> shoot, yeah. You know her boyfriend loves her because he's still with her. Oh yeah, I know. Like, like, I know she's tells capable that story. of, and I'm all right with As it. As a single woman, I don't think I could tell. Like you could tell that. I called him. I cried. I was like, I shot my pants at work. He was like, Oh my god! And then then and. I did that because uh, I, I was shooting something else the following day, and I shot my pants that day as well. <laughs> and I had to throw my underwear out in a garbage Who can on the street. You had a full week. I was very I just, sick. This is like perhaps the hi- highlight of the show. The you had a two. You had a two short week. Well, right. one was like just explosive diarrhea okay. went everywhere. The next day, literally, it was a shart <laughs> and that I had to throw my underwear out on the street because okay. I didn't. New female crush, anyways. Laura Sullivan. Yeah. No kidding. The Beaver 10. Um, more with her, <laughs> Luke Gordonfield and Eileen We might Ross have lost Luke. On yeah. Inside Joe. I was sick. I was sick. Talk Radio AM 640. <laughs> Hi, this is Sugar Sammy, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra the Cruiser Carusi. Mm-mm-mm, gotta get me some of that. No. And we're back on Inside Jokes, <laughs> and we're talking about... Um, uh, Pooping. Col- cultural appropriation, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Uh, we're talking about bit parts, or when you're <laughs> cast... What do you call that, when you're cast in a sp- specific... <laughs> Typecast? Typecast. Typecast. Yeah. <laughs> or it's gonna be cast... You know, Today's episode has been brought to you by Hot Hot Porridge. Yeah, <laughs> by I Red think, Tube. I think my whole thing is when you're as hot as Laura Sullivan's, you could talk about shards and shatting, and it will <laughs> never affect your sex life. Uh, I mean, it affects it when you're when you are sick and you can't have sex. Because oh my god, that was the best story on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's... your numbers just went through the roof. I was I Facebook Live that whole thing yes. and said Gwen <laughs> Stefani talks about pooping herself. <laughs> It's great, yeah. It's now okay. So the Beaverton or thebeaverton.com, also on Comedy Network. Yes, um, we've got uh, the f- creator, the Luke. In, uh, yeah, that's me. That's Luke. me. And Luke. pundit, the Laura. Listen to you hit that word now. It's great. And I honestly don't Ross. know what it means. Okay, so for example, on episode uh, this week on the Beaverton, Justin Trudeau makes a bold apology. So what's that about? Do we want to? Uh, Justin Trudeau has apologized to First Nations communities for the government mistreatment they will suffer in the next 150 years. Because <laughs> it's not getting better, guys. It's only getting worse. Well done. What's your writer's room look like? Our writer's room is, I will say this, it's a fun place. I will give kudos to you guys for promoting Canadian comedy, and I will take a little bit of the shine for it as well, because I think we, in addition to our cast, which are our main cast of, of six and 150 extra Toronto-based comedians uh, who do guest player uh, or guest stars and day player roles, uh, our writer's room is, I think, I'm going to brag and say, some of the best comedic minds in the yeah. country. Oh, um, awesome. Share. Give uh, us names. Well, we Kurt Smeaton. Uh, Kurt Smeaton and Scott Montgomery from Falcon Powder, the hilarious sketch troupe who are two absurd geniuses and if you get a chance I'll also plug their web series The Whole Truths yes. which is on CBC so I'm not only it's a Bell Media show amazing uh, it is amazing and uh, we have myself uh, Jeff Detsky and Jacob Dorte Spiel and Alexander Saxon all from TheBeaverton.com wow Mr. Ian McIntyre from The Sketchersons Rapinder yes. Gill who is mm-hmm. a brilliant genius and yet another person who we've sadly lost to uh, the United States for the time being and a uh, Monica Heisey Monica who's Heisey an incredible is... woman and mm-hmm. she's also in the States right now. also in the working, States working hard we're, we, we have a lot of people where we're there first TV job and a lot of people where we're their last Canadian job before they, <laughs> before they get out of Dodge well because the huge talent on the show like yeah. uh, Marilla Wex and Donovan Stinson Aisha Alpha love her love oh, her stand up right? brilliant yeah, yeah. 
And we need Marilla in here just for the voice. Yeah, Marilla, she's got a great one. Marilla has a great BBC. She's our foreign correspondent only yeah. because she has an accent. Uh, <laughs> she is a great BBC uh, newswoman in the in the classic sense of oh, yeah. that great gravitas to her and British the, accent. Yeah, the host, uh, Miguel Rivas and Emma Hunter. Yeah, yes. two hotties right mm-hmm. there. Two so, Laura, when you're, de- when you're delivering stuff, or even like how Luke just did a deadpan, and it's like so absurd, like how do you do it? I mean, you are an actress, right? But yes. some of the stuff, do you just crack up? Like how many times does it go over? Yes, like, I mean, it comes with, I guess, rehearsal, because, you know, it's a as much as it's big budget, it's not. It's no, really not, it not big budget. You don't, you can't. There's no time for... F- and honestly, yes. it's not cute. Like Emma will tell you when she's on the show, she was like, it's not cute. After you know, it, at first, the audience, especially in the live studio, because when you f- up, the most uncomfortable. <laughs> sorry, that's okay. We're gonna bleep you out. <laughs> when you me up, <laughs> <laughs> Laura, you're the best. <laughs> um, it's uh, it can be embarrassing, and sometimes, especially the day players who come in. Will then that, swear. Wait, that's embarrassing, but shatting yourself is not. Just so we're clear. No, it's right. not. Okay, it's got my it. life. She's a professional actress. Uh, she knows life. what matters. Yeah. She has an under special gotta... skills on her uh, resume. Yeah, yes. it's, it's not cute when the audience has to hear a joke for the fourth time because yes, it's yeah. especially live, and you know they you don't. It's not funny after the first time. Sometimes, sometimes it's funnier the second time, but after the third or fourth, it's not very cute. Um, yeah, it's it's hard, but you know we we're lucky and we have teleprompters at least for the live stuff, so mm-hmm. that's sort of easy because you. You can kind of just zone out, read, and relax. Yes. Um, but, you know, all of the cast, especially the core, um, and Luke, Luke's a stand-up comedian as well, we all have live experience. And a mm-hmm. lot of the, basically all the cast are Toronto comedians. So mm-hmm. we all have experience with live performance, sketch comedy, stand-up, improv, whatever. So that's, you know. If I, I want to if I don't be the it. audience, well, how can I be in the audience for the Beaverton? Well, well we have to get a season we two We have to get first. season two. So uh, let's, let's touch all the wood <laughs> in the world. Hello, Bell Media, Snorfest. <laughs> what are you doing? You're all in your ivory tower Get on or whatever. <laughs> no, but at least you put them on so I can't make fun of you. So exactly. You well, you know, Bell Media is the greatest company in the world, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, so if we get if we get a season two, then we will hope, you know, we will uh, be broadcasting far and wide as to how people can come check out our show. Uh, and uh, so stay tuned for that, I guess. Yes. But for now, I mean, just watch it on TV because yeah, it's on. Yeah, watch it on the television. Yes, and on the Beaverton website, thebeaverton.com. Yes. Did you name it after that huge city just north? <laughs> yes. That, that sprawling metropolis? Yes. And, uh, we, it's actually no. after Alexander Beaverton. Yes, the famous explorer. The famous explorer. Who discovered... Wow. Beaverton. Beaverton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it all goes full circle. <laughs> yeah. The Beaverton. Awesome. Yeah. We'll talk more after the break. And Eileen Ross from Josh and the Lady Podcast. What's that about, quickly? Uh, myself and Josh Holiday, who's a radio guy and a comedian as well, yes. yeah. actor, stuff like that. Um, he started it and had a rotating woman every week. And then I jumped in. And, and now for the last, I want to say, a half a dozen or eight episodes, it's been he, uh, just he and I. Yes. Nice. So we're going with that for a little while. Yeah. Well, you're a very funny contributor to all the radio shows Thank you've you. been on. You know what? I love it. I've worked in radio for so long off air that um, to do on air stuff, it's 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 so much more comfortable. It's like a reunion today. It we is. used to write things together. Well, I used it. to write things for Sandra's yes. crazy car dealers. When and the first stuff. station I ever worked <laughs> for was was working with Sandra. Yeah. And now look where you've been. Look at where we've all ended up. Ah, What a moment. All the way back where I started. (laughs) (laughs) More on this and Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640.
Hey, I'm South African comedian Trevor Noah, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. Inside Jokes, all about comedy. We got the folks from the Beaverton, which uh, is a fabulously funny uh, show on the Comedy Network, also on their website, because everything now, you got to do it. It's on multiple platforms, right? We're everywhere. You can't avoid us. You can't avoid us. And our good friend Eileen Ross from the Josh and the Lady podcast, cast, apparently, uh, and uh, the Inside Jokers. So... Um, is there a risk of being too Canadian on when you're doing content like this? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Right. I and think I think the risk is there's you're there's being Canadian in that you're talking about Canadian subjects and there's being Canadian where it's like, "Oh, the hockey game and Tim Hortons there, bud." And you're yeah. like, "All right, take it down a notch." Like when I <laughs> talk. Letter Kenny does that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. No, but Letter Kenny does that in a very smart way. Yeah. Yes. Like Letter Kenny's a brilliant show, but I mean, there's being Canadian where it's like you're desperate to convince not necessarily the audience, but the people who maybe funded your show that you're Canadian enough. Yeah, like like character like on Air Force, like this is Mike from Canmore, you know, like yes. whereas with something like Letter Kenny or Trailer Park Boys, like we're we're lampooning that part of our cultural identity at but least. But that's right? all yes. but it's like corner gas, like it's everything, it's rural well, Canada, and, right? And, and and I think that's one of the issues in Canada as well. And, and I mean I love Brent Butt, but like we go too safe sometimes, right? Like we yes. go too squeaky clean, like we can have more of an edge. And I think that's the content in recent years, especially that Canadians are finally latching on to. Okay, so home. let me ask you. So is it a responsibility, again, going back to that fancy word I can't pronounce, cultural appropriation, even as Canadians, is it our responsibility as content creators to not um, portray us to Canadian? I mean, not back to the question I said before, but okay, you're called the Beaverton. You yeah. want international distribution. Well, that's what that's what I was gonna say is like I you can be too Canadian where um, the rest of the world won't understand what you're talking right. about, yeah. um, and that's gonna happen. But you know what? I think a big problem in in Canada and Canadian television for a while is that they've been trying so hard. Like Canada doesn't actually have really a distinct style because right. we've been trying to right. you know imitate uh, imitate yeah. American or, yeah. or British, you know, yeah. and it's just let's just get our own. And so I find we don't have a style because of that. And we've been tr trying so hard to be like like the states. Like any audition you go into as an actor, you know, they say you know you have to have an American accent. Yes. Seriously, want, all the time. Is yeah. that true? They oh, don't yeah. want and you really? saying about yeah. or anything like that. They want about. They want they yeah. you know. You have to learn your American accent. And I think actually it's like I love that the Beaverton – I think we need more – Canadian content. We need more specifically. I think let's go to Canadian. Let's go yeah. that route. You yeah. know? Our big thing is we want to go Canadian but at the same time attack, make fun of, satirize that yes. idea of Canadiana. And it's fun sometimes to see people get their backs up about that. Like just the yeah. other day we had – in our last episode that aired, we had a sketch that had a, a – I think quite mild joke about Tim Hortons and the quality of its products. And we had multiple people just lose their minds on us <laughs> for making fun of the sacred, the sacred <laughs> yeah. cow that is Tim Hortons. Which in oh itself is like, that's something we should be mocking in the first place. Like how yeah. much of a cliche that is that we would be defensive of exactly. that. Exactly. That our, that our national identity is wrapped up in a coffee and donut yeah. brands. And I, I think, because we always have player. had that, that cultural identity crisis, right? And I also think Laura just hit the nail on the head of yes. why I never get cast in anything. Because oh. I walk into an audition and I look like I'm like from Toronto or something something and then I open my mouth and yes you sound Easter, Hoser town. Eastern Canada or northern yeah, Ontario northern, the northern boy comes out 
Right but away. also, it's like we don't have that money here in the entertainment no. yes. industry, and so the problem is, is Canadian shows try so hard to, you know, emulate this American show. But you're like, well, you're trying to make something that was two million dollars per episode, even four million dollars oh per gosh. episode yeah. in budget, and you're trying to do it for three hundred thousand dollars and can't and, do it yeah. and compete against the ones that are doing right. It yeah, you can't. You can't. And, right. and, and, do and our own thing. And our regionalism here, like, even though that's stuff that we can share as Canadians. When Americans do that on broadcast television, we know all of those reference. We know all of those pockets of the U.S. because we were inundated with that, right? Mm -hmm. No one outside of Canada knows about our regionalism or anything because we're kind of figuring that out ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we try and put that out in the world and people are like, what is this? We have no we, idea. We, we discuss that a lot on this show. I we think, do, because yeah. Because so much of our comedians, it's just such a big part of comedy in this country and stuff. For sure. Eileen, you've been part of so many interviews on all the radio shows you've been part of. Mm -hmm. What's a common, um, especially comedians in particular, yeah. what's a common trait of of uh, good content creators like these guys here from the Beaverton. What's um, a common trait? They must all have one thing. Oh, they're incredibly well read. You have to know there what's going go. on in the world. Yes. You have to know and, and, and be and intelligent and yeah. read, read, read. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And so do you see some that you're like, they're never going to make it because they're such a disaster? What is it? Yeah, is it yeah. It's, it's the ones that Who want to be famous for, and not want to... Yeah, or, or, or they... It's just too much of a cliche. You know, oh, I'm the pretty girl, or I'm the, I'm the... Um, I, I do that a lot. Well, <laughs> yeah, but you can't help it. Because I'm 21, yeah. 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 Stop and pushing booby. your boobs together. Yeah, exactly. No, but, it's, but it's, it's trying to fit a mold instead of just being themselves and figuring out what, that's, what their place is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're not going to go into something and become something. You have to be yourself and... and uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm probably saying it wrong. Yes. But you have to. No, I get it. You have to give out of yourself. Yeah. Not well, authenticity is the number one thing. I, when I do my interviews yeah. at JFL, like from the biggest, from Judd Apatow to Seth Rogen, whoever, the, like the number one I, thing I say, what are the qualities you respect in a comic or a creator? And it's all mm -hmm. authenticity. And mm -hmm. and I think mm -hmm. when you're faking it, people see it, the yeah. audience. Um, uh, Luke and um, uh, Laura from the Beaverton, what's off limits on satire? Uh, I don't think there's any one topic that's absolutely off limits. Our show, cancer. I'm very proud. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> cancer very, off limits? No. No. I don't think so. Oh, I, thank I, God. Everyone has cancer. It, yes. I mean, Steve Martin has that great uh, point about cancer is hilarious until you're 40 and then all your friends start getting cancer and then it's no longer funny. <laughs> it's a good point. I get that. I'm not 40 yet, so maybe it will be off limits in a few years. But uh, for me, no subject is off limits as long as you approach it the right way. Our show goes into some very dark Subject matter. Our show goes like. after issues. Um, institutional racism, uh, rape culture, sexism. Yes. Uh, everything. Uh, everything. Basically. We cover wow. everything. All the light Slave stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, go after, <laughs> okay. we go after everything. Indigenous issues. Uh, and as long as How our targets are the right targets and we're punching up, not punching down, I don't say yes. veto, I don't veto anything just on the topic. I veto if it if it has the wrong subject, like we just talked about with punching the up and uh, and and big compelling issues like Foxy Girl vodka tampons. <laughs> yes, promise exactly. to revolutionize girls' night out. It's that very important that me. people know. It was hilarious. Thank you. I love the folks from the Beaverton. We're gonna have more with them after the break. And our good friend Eileen Ross on Inside Jokes Talk yeah. Radio AM six forty. Hey you, I'm Maggie Casella, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with my friend Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. Nailed it. Inside Jokes, thanks so much for um, coming in. 
Luke, well, thanks for having us. Luke from the Beaverton and Laura, you guys are hilarious. We love the show. It's on Comedy Network and thebeaverton.com. Thank you yeah, for having Wednesdays us. Wednesdays at 1030, right before The Daily Show. Thanks, oh guys. Oh, my gosh. There's my, there's my radio plug right they there. They see, they're really lucky to have you guys as their lead. Yeah. That way they get to keep <laughs> yeah. that audience. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. The so millions funny. who are watching us that's were like, right. I guess we'll stick around for this show that's been on the air for 20 years. Very funny. Eileen Ross from joshandthelady.com. Tune into the podcast. And uh, Comedy Bar, we have lots of the Dark Comedy Fest. Oh, my gosh. Big Jay Okerson, Andrew Schultz, all kinds. Club 54 in Hamilton. Uh, Yuck Yucks Toronto, Garrett Clark, Mississauga, Ron Jossel. I know what you're laughing at. That's not making the air. I know. Sean Annamini, Hamilton, uh, Yucks this week, and Rob Ross and Vaughn. Um, and Joe Rogan, Massey Hall, Friday, December 9th. He's trying to get on our show. I don't know if we could get him on. Uh, <laughs> I know uh, our friend Todd Shapiro. We're going to make him eat some pig testicles, and then we'll see yeah. if yeah. the kid We're going to get food yeah. from Against the Grain Urban Tavern. Uh, thanks for my inside jokers, Dean Young, Hi. Techie Tom, Tevin, the rhymes like Kevin, and Vince Gesco. <laughs> and uh, please follow us at Inside Joke 640. I'm Santa Carusi. Thanks for listening, and please tune in to After the Show on YouTube. Hi, it's Techie Tom, and this week for Comedy Rx, a feature clip from the Beaverton. Everybody wants to know where they come from, and with today's genealogy websites, everybody can. But for a certain sector of the population, there's just one problem. Why would he give them the blankets if he knew they were infected? All the women and children? What in pillaging? Why would they not just stop at pillaging? That's right. If you're white, knowing the truth about where you come from can be a little uncomfortable. That's why we're proud to introduce whitewash.ca, the first ancestry site that shows you all the good parts of your family history, but glosses over the genocide stuff. Hey, my ancestor ran a cotton growing co-op in the 1820s. He was so ahead of his time. It looks like I come from a long line of explorers. Grandpa Fritz followed orders for a living. That could mean anything. <laughs> whitewash.ca. When your family has blood on its hands, don't worry, just whitewash it off. Another amazing Comedy Rx to wrap up our show. Thanks to Dean Young, our producer, Vince Tedesco, Techie Tom, and our intern, Tevin. Check us out on social media at InsideJoke640. Thanks for listening each and every week. I'm Sandra Carusi, and you've been listening to Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640.